It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. Star Wars 7 by 7 episode 1938. Today, now that we have three different sets of footage for The Rise of Skywalker, I thought it might be an interesting idea to compare and contrast what we have and see if there's anything new to be learned by looking at them together. Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode where, you know, after I've watched both the original teaser that was released at Celebration Chicago and the D23 special footage video and the trailer that was released just the other day, you know, I'm struck by how little we've actually seen of the movie. And I don't mean that as a knock or even as you know, a compliment or anything like that. It's just observation without judgment. You know, it's just, it's funny that it seems like the places that we've seen depicted so far have been relatively few and far between. So, for example, we've spent a lot of time on Pasana. We've spent a decent amount of time on the forest planet, possibly Yavin maybe. And I don't know, I think it's still an open question as to whether the deserty scenes we've seen and also the grassland scenes that lead to where that giant chunk of Death Star is, whether that's the same planet. I feel like I've seen something that says it is, but I could be wrong. Um, we've spent precious little time looking at Kijimi, which is where we're going to encounter Zori Bliss. There's that one shot very briefly in the teaser from Celebration where we see a spaceship flying to a mountainous region. And then in the D23 footage, we actually see that giant red laser beam hitting a landscape that looks more like Kijimi than anything else that we've seen so far. And then... There's also that footage from the teaser of Kylo Ren and First Order Stormtroopers in a reddish haze in what looks to be forest. But the strange thing about that scene is that just what little we've seen of the Kijimi shots, or that one shot basically, <laughs> and then also I guess the photo from Vanity Fair of Zori Bliss and the one from Entertainment Weekly where she's holding that little circular object. You know, that doesn't necessarily look like the same environment where we see Kylo Ren and those stormtroopers, but it also doesn't necessarily look like the forested area of Yavin. I mean, I know if there was some giant red laser blast that it would have done some serious damage to vegetation and whatnot, but it doesn't look like the same kind of vegetation that we see in the teaser, the trailer, the D23 footage. And then there's the question of that spaceship battle footage. And it's not happening in space, which is of course rather unusual. Most of our giant spaceship attack things happen in space. That was the case with Revenge of the Sith and Return of the Jedi. And even as it was described to us, the Battle of Jakku that happened you know, about a year after the events of Return of the Jedi, that happened 
in space. And it was just that ships were dragged down onto the planet when they all got shot up or when the Empire tried to take other ships down with them with tractor beams and so forth. So this battle, however, that we've seen depicted is actually happening in atmosphere, wherever it is. The sky itself, just the, the shade of the skies that we've seen in the couple of shots that we've seen, seems more like it is that grasslandy space. And considering that we also see in this most recent trailer the footage of the horses running along the top of what appears to be a Star Destroyer and all the Star Destroyers up in the sky. You know, those are in that sort of grasslandy planet situation, which is also where the Death Star fragments are. And with all those ships and with Rey and Kylo Ren facing off against each other, well, it strikes me as the place where the finale of the movie is happening, that we're seeing pieces of the third act of the movie. Also, when we got to see that image of C-3PO with the red eyes, well, the background of it, we only see very briefly, and when we have the scene in the new trailer where 3PO is connected up to wires and Babu Frink is working on him, that environment, like, the shots aren't the same, so it's a little hard to tell, but it definitely looks like it is in that same space, which appears to be Babu Frink's workshop. And for those of you who are watching the video version of the podcast and have seen the cardboard 3PO behind me here, I tell you, it's really getting tempting to do red eyes on 3PO. I don't think I'm going to do it until, you know, at the very least once I see The Rise of Skywalker to see what that's all really about. But man, I keep looking at him thinking it's time to get out the red marker. And one other thing, I don't know why I necessarily thought this, but there's a shot of Janna and Finn in the cockpit of a ship, and it looks like, just based on what you see outside the window, that it's during this epic spaceship battle. But I initially thought it was on the Millennium Falcon, that they were in the cockpit of the Falcon, but just looking more closely at the windows behind them and the shape of them, doesn't seem like that's the case. It seems like they're actually on another ship entirely and someone else is piloting it entirely. They are passengers in this situation. So how they get from horses into this thing or vice versa is still a question that remains. But when I talk about how little of the movie we've actually seen, well, yeah, you have no idea. <laughs> and I will explain from a very data-driven perspective after the break. Stay tuned. Hey Rebel Rouser, I've made some changes to the Asteroid Belt level at patreon.com SW7X7 and they are all with sponsors in mind. So if you want to get the word out about your business, your product, your service to a dedicated Star Wars audience, then please check out patreon.com SW7X7 and look for the Asteroid Belt level for details. Again, that's patreon.com SW7X7. Welcome back. So if you look at the video links for the three YouTube videos that have been posted for, again, the celebration teaser, the D23 footage, and the final trailer that was released on Monday Night Football, the full minute runtime of those is just under seven minutes. However, and no, I didn't get too crazy with this because every time it says this Christmas or something like that and has a, a title card on the screen, I did not remove those to account for those. But when you actually say, for example, this is what I did, I removed the moment that it popped at the end and said Star Wars. Um, 
and everything after that is Star Wars or The Rise of Skywalker, you know, this December or December 20th, and then the end card for watching other videos. Like, I looked at how long a time that was and removed it. And also with the D23 footage, a lot of that video is flashback video, as in it's video of A New Hope and Empire and Jedi and Phantom Menace and Revenge of the Sith and, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it's not even nearly as long as it's presented. Specifically, it's four minutes and 46 seconds. And if you also, just to pull one, you know, not to really go crazy, but if you consider that there's, you know, one very long set of scenes that are all grouped together at the beginning of the celebration trailer with Rey in the desert running from that TIE fighter and leaping, that sequence takes a minute and nine seconds. So, We've really only seen, you know, that plus another 337. And the movie's runtime has been confirmed, or at least it's appearing on movie ticket ordering sites as being two hours and 35 minutes long. So 155 minutes and we've only seen less than five of those minutes. Yeah, we really have no idea what we're in for. I mean, that's two and a half hours of storytelling, basically. Okay, unless you say 15 minutes at most for the end credits, you know, still. I think you get the idea. <laughs> so that is going to do it for today's episode of the show. Thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other related Star Wars items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademarks and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2019 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.